0: Please pronounce your name correctly for me. My name is Antonín Irat. All right, and you are from where? Where um, did you? Where were you raised and born mm-hmm. and all that?
1: Yes, I was born in Prague. I, I live in Prague's whole life, and I was raised uh, close to. F- from this place actually I'm from this district so I'm still on the one place uh, with some uh, with some pause pauses for studying whatever mm-hmm. but I'm still
0: yeah I'm always fascinated by people's background how they come to being creative basically so like mm-hmm. what did your parents do?
1: Uh, my parents uh, my father and my mother, um met each other on the on the university of chemistry chemistry university on czech um, uh what is the title never mind it's a chemistry university also from this district it is in this district also it's very close <laughs> and they they uh, but my uh, father is much more like a specialist finally about economy and my mother was uh um she was working in a news. Sp- uh Uh, chemistry news magazine let's say or my chemistry magazine as an editor
0: yeah so it's my background your personal background then was you went to school for what
1: (laughs) my personal background is it's kind of funny uh funny story um on like i was in elementary school then i went to the to the technical school high school technical high school electricity and uh, electric I don't know in English electricity, yeah, electrician, some mechanic uh, engineering, let's say. But I failed in the first year and I went to the hotel high school to teach myself how to cook. So I am chef. Then I made the the high school for. Like a, I had to finish the high school with some diploma to, to continue to the university because I found out that I don't like the work that much to be a chef. <laughs> it's hard work. So it was kind of, it pushed me to, uh, be something else a little bit because it's a very hard work. It's kind of, I was not in the army service, but I can imagine it's similar or worse even because it was very tough. To me, and I, I, I am a much more sensitive guy than uh, our chefs usually. They are tough guys. So, yeah, so oh, yeah, I they, start
0: to. They put up a lot, with a lot of criticism every day, all day. Like you They food. should. They
1: should. That's the point of the work to be perfect. Because that's nice work. In the moment that you failed, the customer is not coming back, and you're. What, what, what's going to happen? It's your very interesting.
0: Reputation is ruined, and um, you have to close your business. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you so you left there, and then did you did you do formal art training?
1: Yes, I around eighteen, I I start to take a photography a lot. I start to. Go, I started to um, attending some, some, attended some courses for photography. So I do, I did, uh, like black and white photography in, in, a, uh, dark, dark, uh, room in my home. Yeah. Uh, uh, so everybody was uh, pissed a little bit because
0: it's, it smells it's dirty, horribly.
1: smelly, and, but I love it. And then I, uh, continue, uh, to the university. I tried and I studied, uh, new media, which was nice to To found to found out that it's possible to study what 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 I like, so I I kind of uh, had a different experience when I was teenager, and then I don't know I was looking for something what I like,
0: and I we're all looking for something we like. Maybe uh, I mean I, start, I started my career as being a an artist, and then I went to being a teacher, and now I'm doing mm-hmm. podcasts so like. You were constantly evolving with new, yeah. new interests, new techniques, yeah. new technologies. It's good.
1: good to try anything, anytime.
0: Well, you got to keep up with things. You can't, even, you can't stay stagnant because then you'll just get sort of rolled over by the next generation or the next movement or whatever. So mm-hmm. you, you have to be always willing and able to evolve a little bit. Mm hmm. Yeah. So you're my first. Uh, it's very nice. You're my first uh, photographer, actually. Like I'm a photographer background, and you're actually out of all the people I've had the chance to, to talk to, you're the first person who. You, well, okay, maybe you're not a photographer, but you're that you even used photography.
1: Yeah, I I do. First, uh, I I tried to uh, studied, I I like I had two choice. One was intermedia, and second was photography, and and I had photography in the first place, but I didn't. Uh, make it so I went to the new media and I start in the first year to do objects mostly which was something very interesting to me because it's option the media of object is very nice option to do anything somehow huge uh, somehow to make imagination really real let's say it's not frame it but it's object so I I was really fascinated with this kind of approach. Mm-hmm. And let's say I'm not sure if I'm a photographer, I sometimes I do photography for a living and I'm exhibiting photography a lot now, but it's, it's, it's depend, it depends. I using it as a medium and as a medium, which is, uh, useful for some, some, for some use, let's say it's. It, it depends on case. How how do I feel? Or what what I feel? It it has to be how it has to be. I don't know how to say uh, like executed. I don't I don't know how sure, to say.
0: Sure, most yeah. appropriate way to express your idea. Yes. So you use photography, but like so. Let's let's say you're out on the street and you were talking to somebody, and they said, "Oh, what do you do?" What, what what would be your answer? like what's the the elevator pitch, the short yeah. little sweet thing that describes a visual
1: you? artist it's, it's simple. I'm a visual artist which uh, who who used uh, mostly object and photography, which is kind of topic to me like object and photography it's very uh, usual that I'm working on installation and installation is considered from photography and one object, for example or two object whatever. So I usually do these combinations, which is very—I don't know—it's give me some uh, some uh, enough space to to express what I what I need to to say or to to say what I need to say.
0: <laughs> so w- when you're working, so I, like we're currently in your studio, which is kind of set up more what I would say is more like a graphic design studio it's very technological it's not your traditional sort of painter studio big open spaces and lots of dirt and stuff everywhere so when when you're creating your works is it primarily digital and you sort of build the concept up and then you sort of and only once there's a a time and a place to install it then you'll actually sort of manifest all of the objectness of it all
1: like my process like I'm, I'm very curious about idea. Let's say I'm, uh, I like a conceptual, conceptual uh, approach. I really like, but also I like really much visual part of the work. So it's kind of a combination because I'm very interested in conceptual art, but I'm not satisfied with just conceptual art. So I, I, I always insist very much on form. On, on 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 some new ideas, ideas about the form, forms. For example, for object, I really love to use strange material, and I think, or material which I uh, which I want to try at least because it's for me. It is for me in this moment when I pick up some material. It is uh, new. For example, it could be very new uh, experience for me, and it could be risk also, which which I really like. But maybe I'm now uh, another uh, answering another questions. I don't know. No, but th- This year. is the process somehow. Like so, so I have idea. Then I'm continuing on on working. I think very necessary is to work not just theoretically but also physically. Or or it's depend uh, depend on work of kind of work. Objects I do usually by my hand. But photography, it's I, it, it's very like able to to create idea of photography. Then took the photography in the right way as i want it and then i leave it to, to print it you know so it's much more different work than with objects and uh oh, yeah, d-
0: don't get me wrong i, I come from the background of a, of a new genre uh background my mfa is a new genre from the san francisco art mm-hmm. institute and all my professors tr- explained it to me it's, it's basically the idea of multimedia interdisciplinary all these kinds of things but it's the, the core of it is, is basically you come up with a strong idea and then you use whatever medium is necessary to express that idea. So, you know, like when I graduated, I, uh, I would define myself as a photographer, but I made a book. Uh, physical book, like literally, like yep. bookmaking, and and this was early on in digital technology. So I did digital printing. I did letterpress. I actually like you know embossed and letter pressed my own text into the book. <laughs> uh, did all these different kinds of processes because it was the most appropriate way to express the idea, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So so I, I get the idea of it. What I what I, of the way you work. What I'm interested in is how do you sort of uh, support that. Like I come from a background of artists that you know, they produce an object, they take it to a gallery, they, they exhibit it, they sell it, they get money, they make more. Mm-hmm. Now, working the way you work, it's not as easy for people to purchase this. There's not really an object too much to purchase. Mm-hmm. So how do you mm-hmm. find funds, grants, residencies? Uh-huh. Like, how do you keep the process going of, of you know, creating yeah. and having the opportunity to exhibit work that doesn't really fit into that traditional art, mm-hmm. sales, purchase, money, mm-hmm. transaction kind of business mm-hmm. model?
1: So if you're asking if I can live from photography and objects itself, it's very difficult to sell something in Czech. I think in general, it's very small market, but sometimes I have lucky or someone wants to uh, buy something, but my living is not uh, supported by this for sure. Not right. So so there is this option of, of residencies and of course, it is it is very big always contest here. So uh, the residency uh, I attended, I'm attending. Sometimes I'm successful, sometimes not.
0: You're in a residency right now? No, oh. no, 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 no. Uh,
1: it's very, I think uh, now I'm not that much interested in residencies, for example, because okay. I have a family. And
0: uh, have you done residencies?
1: Yes, I did. And what, few.
0: give me some a little bit of some experiences of residencies. I've never done them, mm-hmm. I, I, I might have done one. but
1: I made a few, not much, but uh, it, it is a very nice uh, thing <laughs> because you, you are supported. You have money, you have, a, let's say, one month or, or someone has a longer residency for three months and uh, you have a time uh, to to uh, do your stuff, okay. which is nice. So I, I I I made few, I'd say three, for example, that it is nothing almost, but uh, yeah. But I think it's tricky kind of the residencies because uh, if you want to live uh, from some money, from residencies, that means that you are going all the time on residencies, which is kind of, I think uh, I I think I don't like it that much. Or uh, maybe if I used to be more on residency, maybe I'm not here now. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, that's if. But uh, I know from fr- friends who are on residency all the time. They are all the time on the way. It's nice, but uh, they are still in movement, which is nice. But never mind. This maybe you have to cut out. I don't know.
0: No why would i have to cut it out no sorry this is the point yeah the, the, okay. these, story, <laughs> the, these stories these yeah. stories are the things that i'm looking yeah, for yeah. Okay. this is what i because so so well because yeah, okay, well the thing is is this is uh okay so you're here you're working in your studio you mm-hmm. apply for grants and residencies and whatever other things and and, and also apply to open calls and you yeah, know sure. do all these things you have certain successes and certain things that are difficult, mm. whatever, you know, you know, like for me, my most, the the one sort of bane of my existence is whenever somebody says, oh, yes, please write about your artwork. Like, I hate writing uh-huh. about my artwork. Yeah. It's the most mm-hmm. painful thing I, <laughs> that I ever have to do. <laughs> so. So, so the question is, is, sort of, you know, what have you ever like hired somebody to help you, or do you yeah, do all? Oh, you sure. do. You hire writers. Uh, like I
1: have a friends, uh, curators, of course, and uh, not of course. Uh, it's not of course. Like most are, be,
0: most artists in the world do not have curator uh, friends that are going to help
1: I, them. I, I have made a f- few projects where where I attended a friend to write me the text about the project, which is very helpful. Which is great. But usually honestly, I'm doing all these proposals on the last minute and nobody has a time <laughs> because I'm still doing something still working and suddenly I, oh it's deadline Wow let's let's, let's uh, put idea on the papers uh, on, on one paper sometime just <laughs> yeah and, then, uh, these days
0: they're asking for shorter and shorter shorter text. and
1: shorter which is better of course. And but uh, I prefer to work with some with, with curators, which is very nice. They give you feedbacks, they give you new look uh, on your work and they they are very able to, to write, which is very, very good. And I like to write, too. But about my work, I'm not that um, uh, it's too sub- too much subjective, I think. Absolutely. And I like and like when my uh friend or colleague write about it it's much more clear yeah
0: no I, I long time agree. i didn't
1: do this actually but i have to it's good I, it's good point thank you
0: <laughs> well i mean <laughs> this is something that comes up again and again because like i'm a teacher and i talk to students and they're like how do you get grants how do you get residencies and then they go and they look at these applications and mm-hmm. they're like they just sit there like I, I was taught how to make art. I wasn't taught how to write about art mm-hmm. per se, but specifically I was definitely not taught really? how to write about my own art. Yeah. Like that that was just not yeah. something that was worried about. But now it's very important to be able to do that. Sure. Like the, that to the, talk about your art. Well, talking about my art, I can talk about my art till mm-hmm. the you know the end of time, that's fine. But to be able to eloquently then succinctly mm. make a nice short statement that's very clear and, and understandable. That's really hard. Yeah,
1: but usually I describe my work very general. Like I work with photography, I really like uh object and I really insist on ideas like uh and there are these topics like mates, um What
0: are your what are your main topics when you, in your work?
1: I think mostly it is very much about the media itself. I think about photography now. For example, this last year, I'm working on one project which is very photographic. The final work is photography, but also it's it is about the object, about the about the about the medium of object. In the, so I try to put uh, object and photography into the, the photographic media. But it's difficult maybe to explain it without the picture. But um, I'm very curious about it and I'm still working on. So basically, it is really uh, about the medium uh, or about the geometry, for example, now. It's about geometry, yeah. But by the use of uh, objects, like, uh, for example, here you can see uh, Muskat uh, uh, mushkat Nuts, uh,
0: Nutmex. People on the podcast can't see this, but we'll post yeah. a picture of his work on yeah. the website.
1: But, so basically, it's, it's, it is an object from Nutmex. Nutmeg—it's uh, very for me. Uh, it's very subjective. The it is very hallucinogenic. Uh, it's very strong no, and it's very not dangerous. Very hallucinogenic. Very much. Uh, no. Very much. I have experience, so I can tell you. Really? Wait. I can n- give you a recipe. I, I, I always. <laughs> no, it's a joke. I
0: When I was growing up, I, I did my share of drugs for sure, and we always joked that nutmeg was a, um, a hallucinogenic. Yeah, it's we- danger
1: and uh, and uh, also it's it's was fascinate me uh, as a as a construction material also. So somehow it works for me as a as a really materialistic stuff which has its its meanings and you don't have to you can you can do any any object any any shape which I really like and it has meaning for me for example. So this was also last last year and I quit it now. I don't like it that much anymore or i like it but i'm full of it but uh, it's a lot about a myth and a different uh, consciousness let's say about uh, some new experience or, or yeah new consciousness yes it's very i think it's very interesting to me too like myths and go gods let's say and religion it's sometimes very often in my work yeah. maybe it looks it, uh, confi- con- I'm confusing you now, but uh, I really like don't be that much, uh, let's say, dry or that much minimalistic, let's say.
0: You're not minimalistic, or you I'm are. not.
1: I'm not. I don't want to. Not. Okay. I don't want to. So I always uh, try to find some. That's the point. This this idea to make geometrical stuff, but not from, uh, for example, narrow uh, tube. I really really like to make challenge to me to find idea which is which, which lead, leads me to some uh, new final piece of art
0: sure we all hope that so, all so of our th- all of our trials and errors and yeah, failures lead us yeah. to some next thing yeah, but
1: it's tricky kind of sometimes I'm, I'm risking in front of me, but I really like this. I'm kind of excited about it, to, to discover about to, to discover,
0: uh, a new uh, approach for me. Let's go back a little bit to the, the sort of the business of it, kind of the whole thing, like where how do you... So you have to have a full-time job in order to basically help to subsidize you. So do you, do you see it as a you have to have a job to subsidize your art or do you do your art outside of your job? Uh, Which one defines you? Your your job that makes you money, or your creative endeavors?
1: My artistic practice define me. I'm. I do. I I have to work to support my family. As the first time, this is the
0: first moment. Yeah, and 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 that's an interesting balance to have to to find. It is
1: crucial, kind of, and it is uh, because I'm working in an advertising advertising company, and uh, I'm doing video editing. I'm have kind of happy about this work because I don't have to uh, create the ideas of advertisement, which is really, I believe, brainwashing for artists. I can see it on myself. Like it's very tough sometime to switch after the work, go to studio and work on an exhibition. It's very, very strange moment. Like you have to be different kind of.
0: Sure. Yeah. Commercial advertising is a very different yeah. mindset than
1: I was afraid of it, but. I'm okay with it. It's fine. It's a fine job. And uh, I don't want to do it whole life for sure. But uh, now I'm doing first half a year. Oh, that's not that long. So, so that's, that's nothing. And um, now also, I'm, I'm happy about my situation now that I can still do art. But I found out it's possible, which is great. I have time to family also. So what, what? else? Like it's okay. There is maybe some moral aspect about advertisement, which is not that much nice. Uh, but it's very romantic. I found out to be now. It's it's kind of uh, comfortable to me because if you are interesting, I can continue. Because before I was working in ar- I was working uh, as a freelancer. Ah, it is tough. It is much more tough because nobody wait, pay
0: you. <laughs> wait, wait, you were working as a freelance, what? Uh,
1: video producer or video editor. Okay.
0: Also. And, and why did you, so, I mean, and this, this mm-hmm. whole scenario of like, how do you juggle a work, a creative yeah. thing in a family life? Like th- this is very interesting to, yeah, like it a, is. To, to me. And I think to some yeah. other people, what was difficult about the, the being a freelancer and how old is uh-huh. your, how old is your child?
1: She's uh, one year and four months. Okay,
0: so this is really, serious. so having a child is yeah. pretty new for you yeah, still, really. Okay, the, you know, these choices are probably all coming about because of, mm. you know, being married and suddenly having a child. And now there are yeah. different different stresses that are sort of placed upon you because of that. Why, you know, why did you choose to be a freelancer? And then what were some of the problems with being a freelancer?
1: Well, I, well the freelancing, if, if it's working, it's great because you have lots of time. You have a uh, good money. You can support your art practice. Uh, you don't have to attend every every open call. You don't have to. You are kind of uh, really freelancer. Let's say you are really free. You have money for your family, but it's not true usually. Usually it works like they don't pay you because they have a delay or you have some extra expending. Let's say yeah. And um, so now I'm. I, I told my friends that I'm kind of on vacation in an advertising company. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Let's say it's okay. I was, I was really afraid of.
0: Well, being a freelancer of any sort of creative industry is, is really tough. I mean, I've been a freelancer off and on through my career, whenever I need to be or want yeah. to be. And it's, it's competitive. It's cutthroat. Like you, you end up having to like sell your soul in many ways. Cause you have to, you have to, undercut and go to a lower price because if you don't go to a lower price you'll get no work but so if you you have high priced you'll get some work if you go to a lower price you'll have more work but it's almost sometimes too much work for the amount of money you're charging and so it ends up being this like uh (laughs) (laughs) uh, like it's a horrible i mean it's it's contemporary issue because 20 years ago, it wasn't like this because like a professional videographer was a professional. They went to school, they were trained, they had Mm. high quality equipment. These days, equipment is cheap. You can learn how to do most of this stuff, on, you know? So, so like a lot of people who just buy a nice camera, think they're videographers, but they're really not. But and then they're competing with you who has expertise and, and Mm -hmm. professional equipment. And, and that's, 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 Tough. I mean that the, the the times have changed. It's it's made it much more difficult to be freelance because mm. there's just a, a massive glut of people that think yeah, they yeah. can do it.
1: Yeah, that's true. And mm-hmm. for example, lots of my friends and I used to do also teaching on the school. It's it's a very good option, let's say, to do work you like and teach art in high school and university. It's not that good salary, but still has no, something horrible salary horrible. here. I know I, I, I left this also and it was terrible, but still it was nice job, which makes some nice uh,
0: values. Oh, I you know? love teaching. I love the act of teaching. Yeah. If, if, if academia could get rid of the administration uh, then then academia the act of teaching being in a classroom and working with students is fabulous being in your office and working with your bosses and your coworkers that's not the fun part mm. of it by any stretch mm. and it, unfortunately most of the time and energy you put into it ends up being the administrative work instead of the actual teaching work
1: yeah i, I completely agree yeah but the, but the, this kind of work is very very necessary i think so If you are a high school teacher, I found out, you have a good salary, I found out, not university teacher. But they have to be
0: there (laughs) five days a week. Yes, that's
1: the point. They don't have a
0: time for anything else. Something I didn't ask you, actually, how old are you?
1: I'm 34.
0: Now, you talk a lot about uh, the small market here in in the Czech Republic, small, I keep saying the word market, small, small scene, small art scene, that it's it's very close-knit, a lot of people know each other. So... Are you getting out of the Czech Republic and exhibiting, or are you still primarily uh, just in this community?
1: Primarily, I'm, I'm here, mostly. I'm exhibiting mostly in Czech Republic, but sometimes I'm exhibiting abroad. Yeah, Sometime. Where? <laughs> Last time it was in uh, Bratislava in Slovakia with my friend Tomáš Róbal. And uh, also I, one of my work was in Athens group show uh, Athens, Greece, Athens in house and art, or some Belgium, sometime, once, well, that, well, whatever. Well, Berlin, what? it's it's very uh, random, let's say. Well, that's but what it's I'm, not, I'm trying not...
0: to get to. Is is like, so if you're sitting here and you're making your work, where do do you do um, opportunities sort of come in front of you, or do you actively try to say, okay, I want, I believe my work will represent well in X market, you know. London, Paris, Berlin, uh-huh. Munich, whatever. Like, so, do you seek out a market for your work, or do you just no. opportunities no, sort no. of arise?
1: Usually, waiting for opportunities, and I have some contacts, friends abroad. Usually, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm not active uh, to send a portfolio somewhere or to contact someone. I'm not that much uh, up to this, honestly. But uh, there are like uh, always some people who. You meet and talk to them, and uh, you meet them. You talk to them. You show them the portfolio. Sometimes they call you back. Sometimes not. It depends. It's it's very, and I think it's very very natural process. So I never want to push anybody to to hey I have a job I have a portfolio here come on
0: which is an interesting thing. I've been meeting a lot of people recently and a lot of a lot of artists are giving me catalogs or I don't know portfolios print, uh-huh. printed materials yes. is this is this Yeah I don't have it. Okay well, but, <laughs> I have a website of course. well okay yes mm-hmm. which we will link to in the in the show mm-hmm. notes but the the question though is is like is that something is that a an older thing? Is that like a previous generation thing? Like has has the printed catalog gone? Is it time passed or do you think that they're, they're still important to do?
1: I think it's a, it is... It is. I never think about it, honestly, to, to make catalog because uh, I will be happy to have a catalog by the, some uh, occasion. But to make a printed portfolio, I used to do this. I used to have a I, even it was not catalog, it was portfolio, very nice printed, very expensive, but you send, usually I send it somewhere and nobody returned to me. <laughs> really? So because it's, you send it far away or whatever, but I don't have a catalog. And I don't know if, if all my friends has a catalog, it, most people have a, ha, have a website that's fundamental and printed portfolio would be nice or oh, some, some nice catalog for exhibition. It's very like, it's possible it's. It's maybe the, that's what you get, maybe often t- time, but uh, according to my friends, not, not not much people printing some
0: some book. Well, so you bring up websites, so. Websites and social media, to me, sort of all fit together. Like the amount of time and effort that we all put into, you know, curating our our entire careers into Mm -hmm. uh, a single website and then our social media. Do you use social media a lot?
1: Uh, Instagram for sure. I like Instagram. It's Mm -hmm. good. It's uh, only social media I really use. I enjoy it. Honestly, that's it. And I I have a website and uh, yeah, that's it. And Facebook is, uh, I think, kind of out. It's good for events. So I really love uh, Instagram because it's very good. It is very good source for information also. Mm -hmm. For my presentation, I'm using just website and Instagram. That's it.
0: Do you see that as like public relations for you? So it's basically your advertising. It's your way of getting your work out in front of viewers. Has it had any? Discernible uh, uh, positive feedback for you? Could you say like, "Oh yeah, I got this exhibition because of I posted this on oh, Instagram," okay. or "Or I sold this piece because yeah. I put it on my it was on my website yeah, and saw it." Like
1: sometimes happens somehow. Sometimes appears my work in some blog, you know, of uh, this is on some on some blocks a block of, of contemporary arts. Sometimes it's click on me on Instagram that somebody.
0: Right, tag me uh, 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 or, what,
1: or what to say, how to say Yeah, t- Tag? Tag, tag,
0: tag yeah, me, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the question I'm trying to get to is like, so, actually, maybe I should ask... i is some, nice. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll ask a more fundamental question. Mm-hmm. For you, what would be a definition of being successful?
1: <laughs> oh my God. Successful, it's a good question. It's a crazy question.
0: It's a difficult question. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's first of all, I think that uh, the, there is a lot of uh, successful moments, let's say, and somebody is happy to make nice, nice work but he is or she is uh, happy, and that's the success for him, for she. But to be successful, like yeah, to live I'm, from art, like well, to be, be Jeff Koons or okay, something well. like this, you mean? It's very rare, and I, I don't know. I'm not that
0: kind of successful artist for sure. Don't put yourself down. I mean, you still have a long life ahead of you, I hope. No, no, no. No, no, no. I
1: don't put myself down. I am absolutely according to my opinion about me. So I am successful because I'm kind of happy now. I'm, I'm absolutely okay. I have lots of work to do. I mean work uh, <laughs> in my artistic practice. I have lots of to do, which is fundamental for me to do something. And I have uh, some time to do it, but I'm happy that's my success. And the exhibition is success, I think. When you have an exhibition, it's good for me. I'm kind of in the different mode than if I'm working just for studio for my sketches, it's nice to have idea, but to create stuff is, is fundamental for me. So it's kind of success to, to create the job. And the most success is if you are, if you, if you, if somebody likes it, uh, it's, it's nice feeling of course, but it's not essential, I And there is a second question, if you are selling it maybe, and so if I have something sometimes I sell something, I'm really happy. it's just it's very rare, but sometimes it's happened, and it's good, of
0: course on the long scope of your career yes l- let's say you're at the end of your life and you're looking yes. back what <laughs> what would be what would have been the 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 thing that said you know I did that successfully
1: uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know I mean, well, because like, I mean, the, the I've heard... question
1: is a good question. If I will know that this is the end of my life, you know.
0: Well, no, I mean, because I, the idea is that I'm looking for is a, Do you have a like a a, a quantifiable goal? Like you know, like they always talk about like oh, have a goal, have something you're going towards, kind of thing. It could be anything from being represented by a particular gallery that mm-hmm. you that you really admire and respect. It could be uh, having work in a particular museum, having a retrospective, you know, mm-hmm. be, being big enough to even ma- you know be able to mm-hmm. have a retrospective, being in the art history books. Uh-huh. Like so literally being an example I, I of a you movement cannot... from an art history book. Yeah. Like these are the kinds of things that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know, it's I've c- had conversations with people. I think it's a very funny question. I
1: really like it because it's kind of itchy, I think. Yeah.
0: Well I mean, yeah? you know, I mean like what like I used to It's kind <laughs> of uh, it's it's kind of attack of ego <laughs> of <course. laughs> which is very nice. Well, that, when I was, a, I remember being in high school, and I was talking to my friend Billy when I was a, a, a kid, mm-hmm. and and we joked that uh, we'd get back together when I was fifty years old, having a retrospective of my work at the Guggenheim. Who,
1: who said you? I said that, saying and that that, a, that, a, that he and 50. I would
0: find each other again when I was fifty years that old. Success, yeah. And we sure. were having, and I and we were at my retrospective in the Guggenheim. Now I'm currently forty five, so. Uh-huh. I don't see it they happening have five, anytime soon. Have five years? <laughs> yeah, no. I'm like I think totally that not This question that. is very
1: somehow itchy, and it is. I think it's kind of trap. Yeah, it's trap. This it's quest. a trap. It's a trap. And I think if I will have something like retrospective in, in the Guggenheim Museum, I will be really happy, of course. Yeah, but, but what I, what can I tell you? You know, it's it's like this. I will be happy, but, right, but I will fun. work. I, I hope I will work. That's my success. I think like the... I'll be just happy if I can work because it's, it's. this is the most difficult things to have a time to work. I found out it's very difficult to make origin or that, that the work really happened as you want, hmm. it's very, very nice moment. And it's for me like secondary, this question of where it will be in 20 years or 10 years I don't know really it's it is kind of tricky and I know many people who are now 60 who are really disappointed from their career and they don't have a reason to be disappointed because they are successful but they are disappointed oh my god they are complaining a lot and it's good to see this kind of mirror to myself and and, uh, only thing I can tell you on this question is that I hope I hope I will be not in this in this mood when I will be sixty, if I will be.
0: Sure, you don't want to be that like, grumpy old guy going, "Oh, I should have done better. I could have done better." Yeah, it's
1: it's very difficult. I think it's difficult. I cannot pretend. It's I, I think uh, that this is
0: a cultural difference because, like, in a, in and maybe it's just even my family or where I was raised or whatever it was. But I believe it's sort of more of an American thing. In America, we're sort of Mm -hmm. taught, we're we're encouraged to sort of put ourselves first and and, and really sort of shoot for the stars. Like we can be anything we want to be and and we should push to be the best we could possibly be. Like I I often have a thing that I say when my students come into classroom. I say every single student that walks into my classroom Mm -hmm. has the potential to be the best in the world. I agree. But they have to put the work in.
1: Yeah, that's it. I have the same experience with my students uh, when I was assistant uh, in the studio of photography in FAMU. And there are lots of nice people that are great. When they come to the school, they were sure that they want to be artist or photographer or whatever. But our studio was artist studio contemporary, or let's say, um, it's called post-conceptual photography, but it's referred to the con- contemporary art and photography and the title referred, refers. And uh, I think that was very much uh, always painful for many people to to make work really like to work on it, you know, to just, just have an idea and make it somehow, to execute it somehow.
0: chess the Mm -hmm. game chess There, there there's an old saying when you play chess that every move should be an attack on the king no matter how minor the move so the idea would be that if you if you're making art you have some goal that you're trying to achieve and so every task you do every exhibition you have every curator you meet every you know space you exhibit in is somehow getting you to some king yeah so what's the your king what's your 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 pinnacle of your career what's the thing you're that's driving you that like yes i want to to accomplish this thing
1: Mm -hmm. it is uh definitely it is it is to to work still continue in my work don't make some gap but if It will be, if I will feel to make some, uh, pause for me, it's essential to work still on some, on some new pieces, some new ideas. So this is my, this is my pinnacle. And I I think it's, and it could be a, then, then it could be some pinnacle pinnacle. If I will, if I will stop working on it, then there will be no pinnacle or there will be no shows. There will be no work. I will be not happy with it. And I think it's kind of uh, obsession maybe, or I really love to do some art. Yeah, that's that's very simple. So, so, so the pinnacle for me, it could be anything. Finally, I don't know. It's very. Tough question, honestly. No, it's a, but I,
0: you have a good answer for it. Let me let me see if yeah. I can try and translate, like, uh, like, interpret it in my way.
1: Tell tell it to people. Well, no,
0: but well, well, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to interpret it through my mind to try yeah. and sort of create a thing. Like basically, what you what I'm what I'm hearing is that the pinnacle of your creative idea, like the the thing you're driving most towards, is the comfort, the stability. To be able to continue to produce throughout the rest of your life,
1: yeah, or or yeah, being or able, people to, will be, being maybe, able to maybe also people will be interested, and maybe it will be. I will be happy to don't work in an advertising company. This is my aims, you know, really to raise raise my my daughter and have enough sources to, to do what I like. let mm. say this is the, this is the point I think. And the, the rest is just a uh, cherry, you know, on the, on the, on the cake. And uh, if I'm right, I think many, many of my friends have the same, have the same feelings, it's always complaining and it's normal, unfortunately, but maybe in the time, you know, we will see, but. This is my pinnacle, I think. Okay, because when it will be Perpetuum mobile, I will be definitely happy, and it will be nice.
0: That's fine. All right. So, uh, do you currently have work with any galleries? Uh,
1: yeah, I have a show. Or you mean gallery like my, if I'm if I'm represented by gallery?
0: That was my question, but like you yeah. can answer it however yeah. you want.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm represented by uh, in Prague by by uh, gallery Stone Project, which is one year and. Two months old gallery, which is kind of beginning still. Uh, it's a small gallery, but nice one. And currently, I have a show in photograph gallery in Prague. And then uh, there will be lots of projects until the end of this year.
0: Do you desire to be represented by a gallery? Like I'm, I'm always interested. Like mm-hmm. again, with my background, like like I have the desire to have a gallery uh-huh. represent me because. Uh-huh. I don't want to do all the work of, you know, finding collectors and trying to do sales and all those kinds of Like I would love to have a representative, whether that's a gallery or a consultant or a manager, whatever Mm -hmm. the person is, but like some business person to Mm -hmm. run my business affairs. Yeah. So like, it's is nice. that a desire of yours?
1: Yeah, it's nice to be part of, of, of this uh, gallery. It's give me nice background,
0: uh, backup. If, if you could think of another market that you think uh, would be a good market, like so you're, let's say you're, you're, you're building your career here, you've got a nice reputation here. What market would be the next market that you believe is the right place for you to take your work? Uh, as a commercial market, you mean? No, it could be just of, just like you know what what I think it's, a place with some great museums yeah, or strong yeah. curators or great art scene yeah, that you definitely. want to participate in that scene. Yeah. So it's, it's not a commercial thing yeah, necessarily.
1: Yeah. To be part of some scene or yeah, I think. So what scene yeah, is, always,
0: is this interesting? I keep using the word yeah, market. Yeah, you, it, yeah, you interpret it when I say well, market is yeah, scene yeah, for
1: yeah, you. Okay, okay. I really uh, have a nice connection with the with. The, greek scene for example it's very nice greek greek is uh, Athens scene it's very nice i really love it and uh, it's kind of different approach for example compared to czech scene for example czech scene <laughs> or market is very focused to the west and we are comparing us after the revolution it's very normal um context of our scene i think and art art it's uh, Itself is globalized very much by the internet, so so there are not that much borders uh, around the globe or around the Western Western world, I think, mostly. But I realize in Greece is something absolutely different, some somehow like uh, some very raw raw approach, which is very close. Uh, very, R- very raw, raw, raw. Let's say raw, raw yeah. or somehow, it's it's somehow very true. There, I, I feel there's some some very really authentic, authentic, true, yeah, of the place of the people, very much poetic works. They are or artists think very much in a poetic way. It's a very strong scene, I think, very much. Yeah, on autumn I will, uh, will I will have a November show in in Prague, and my friend Alexis Papa Zacharias will be curator of the show. He's a created from Greece, so so I really like this scene, yeah. But if I can mention some other one, I really like a German scene, for example. Germany's a
0: big country, yeah, is it the but, whole
1: country? But uh, no, I, I mean like a scene abroad, like Germany, like Berlin, um, well, I've, been hearing
0: that, I've been hearing that like Berlin is very different than Frankfurt and very different yeah. than Munich, yeah. even though they're the same country, that they have yeah. very different scenes. It's my
1: just a uh, few few experience and I really like it somehow. I appreciate it.
0: Which one? All of them?
1: <laughs> uh, which one? I don't know. I don't make a difference that much. Okay, so yeah. to you... The, but the but German... Berlin, for example, and the, the openings there, if I have a time, or we have a time to go there and we are going to some gallery small one bigger one it has kind of it's close from prague it's very very nice that it's so close
0: yeah my, my and, hope with it's the podcast very, very, actually.
1: and it's very yeah i know
0: to get up you there will
1: go there and it's very influential
0: place i've never been to berlin in my life actually never no yeah oh. i've been a lot of places but that i've never quite made it to berlin proper authenticity and certificates of authenticity and things along this line. And I mean, these days, it's so easy to fake things and steal things and do forgeries. I mean, is this something that you ever think about or worry about?
1: I never, n- never think about it. To make a copy of my objects is very difficult. And if somebody will wants to make a copy, let's say it's not difficult, but I want to see the person who want who wants to do it, actually. <laughs>
0: Uh, so but, you're, uh, you're bringing uh, on the forgeries,
1: but uh, I will be uh, happy if somebody will fake my my work.
0: <laughs> it is a form of flattery.
1: But the the photography you you, you can uh, very easily copy it if you steal it from the digital uh, source. Of course, we were talking before the recording this part. It is very moment, which is very everybody knows this. Everybody every second one has a cloud. Google Cloud, sure, iCloud, it whatever, it's going to be hacked. And I have a story a little bit about that kind of situation. You were hacked. It's opposite. Uh, I hacked <laughs> and I made a photographic series or object series is both like, let's say like I, I do photography and objects from, from, uh, digital pictures I found with my, with my wife on the beach in Greece, I think two years or three years ago. We found some SD SD card. It was on the beach uh-huh. among the little rocks. When you shelves. started this, I was
0: a little worried because I lost an SD card here in Prague one time, uh-huh. and I still have never found it to this yeah. day. And I'm always there, like... are uh, there are
1: websites. There are websites. You can if you find some files, you can put there the the, the picture, and you say I found it here, and uh, the person who is looking for the SD card can look at the website and try to uh, find his his picture uh, but i didn't do this uh, i found this sd card and there were like couple on the honeymoon cruising around the clada islands and there were really romantic pictures even pornographic pictures very personal pictures which uh, i was kind of shocked and there is also very pornographic stuff like video pornographic stuff, and I was uh, dealing with this uh, in this work, and I, it's, it's it's very interesting. And I was I try to make a little uh, research uh, to find them, and I finally decided to don't find them uh, because there is a picture also of, of their motorcycle with the plates, you know. So somehow it may be possible to find them, but the 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 content is so like, let's say like uh, personal that I. I was not sure how to, how they will react or, uh, but it's kind of dilemma. I don't know. It's not finish it, but. I yeah. want to see that. That but, sounds interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, the issues of it's privacy course,
0: and appro- and even appropriation. Yeah.
1: Because I, I title it, uh, uh, the work, whole work as a, uh, the title is uh, Meanwhile in the mirror. Because the, on the one picture is the, that guy is watching into the mirror, uh, but you cannot See his face, but you see him from the his back. You see and the the mirror, but you don't see him uh, naked uh, from the front mm-hmm. in the in the. You see just in the mirror.
0: Not to be superficial, but like, were these people attractive? or are they?
1: No, they are like no, like they are attractive. They are, <laughs> like, they no. are like a couple around forty. Uh,
0: hey, for being forty doesn't make you unattractive. Yeah, I, I know. resent that. I'm almost forty, so. <laughs> and he's, uh, he's a reasonably the, attractive guy. Yeah.
1: And it, it is like this approach to, to this work is very fun. And You find something and you say like what to do with it if I shall bring it back to the people. And I, finally, I decided to don't send them and uh i try to work with it which is kind of challenge to don't make kind of maybe cliche or somehow i was afraid to work with it and oh, still, i love it i think it's and great because meanwhile in the mirror so it's mean like uh, meanwhile uh, you are watching you are watching into the mirror you are watching yourself somebody is maybe stealing your data you know data or for example or so so i think there is a kind of triangle between between those two uh, me as an artist and also between you as an audience, as a potential uh, person who lost the data too, you know. I'm sure
0: so, one of my favorite series of works was uh, Sophie Calle's early yeah, yeah, work okay. where she followed the people yeah, yeah. around like that whole sort of Venice, seeing but not seeing, observing but not observing. Like yeah, a fabulous I like set of works.
1: Yeah, it's nice. So create, I create uh, objects they are like tubes from the pictures, and you can uh, break the object and watch into on the really hardcore pictures. But it's hidden in the in the in the, in the it's hidden in the object. I am uh, kind of afraid of uh, some authorship but if somebody will steal steal my work and I will find it, I will laughing to him and. Uh, if something will happen really wrong of course i will do some other steps but uh, well, but there's
0: the question of 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 appropriation at that point yeah, time. yeah, like yeah. The, appropriation
1: the, the... is not the thing it's process artistic uh, practices it's it's it's, it's not another, another thing no appropriation
0: it is a thing it's a legal thing
1: i think it's legal in a way I don't know. This is a crucial t- topic, too. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I love yeah.
0: it. I want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my work, the, I, mm-hmm. I appropriate work. I mean, I've, I've done an entire series of works, like this one that I that I've gifted you, is mm-hmm. uh, actually using softcore pornography imagery. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. So you downloaded. T- I, it, I did download it. Yeah, I didn't actually mm-hmm. take the original pictures, but my manipulation of the pictures has tr- has transcended its origin and turned it into something brand new. Mm-hmm. With and if I remember correctly, in the at least yeah. in, the, in the United States, there there was a judge and there were all mm-hmm. kinds of legal issues about appropriation and the terminology that came out of it was um, a a distinct artistic merit so the the like so if you take an original image and an artist then does something to it and they call it their own there has to be a distinct artistic merit to the changes that are made so that it's not exactly the same as the original images that have been appropriated i'm always fascinated by these legal things and i'm hoping to talk to a lawyer actually here in the in the eu mm-hmm. and try and find out the lot the intellectual property laws and, the, and these kinds of laws because it's an issue i mean like i mean with i know of artists that are doing entire series of works just using images off of google maps yeah i mean, yeah. like is that legal
1: i think it's absolutely legal
0: do you think it's if absolutely it's, legal or illegal
1: i think it's legal Actually, I don't understand that much this, this field of, of, of problematic, uh, of this, prob- of this problematic, but, uh, I think the main, main point is if you want to do something, then do it and, uh, to care first on the first place about the law is, is a pity. You know, kind well, but of. there are people like so, Richard so Prince. Good to, like, yeah, Richard R- Prince. I mean,
0: he did an entire exhibition of just images oh. that he took off of Instagram.
1: Touch, touch. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's it. That's all yeah. he did. He just, just took a, a yeah. snapshot that of an Instagram and, and put it up as his own work. Yeah. But this is other people's imagery from mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Does that make it his?
1: I think it's a logical continuing of his work, no? Whole life work. Like he started with the advertising, uh, retouch it pictures and he's uh, able to up-, up to date him to contemporary uh, media which is great i like him so it's kind of make me more sure that it's uh, good work in general of his of his life and he's able to update himself and his work to to work uh, with uh, Instagram, for example. So I yeah, really I mean, kind he, of appreciate he, he's it. He's evolving into, his concept. I mean, he, yeah. he's
0: got the sort of the core concept that he's been working on his whole life. And yeah, it, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's continuing, sort of a, a just, theme and it's yeah, an evolution. Yeah. And he's, you know, embracing new technologies and new ways of finding these images that he uses. I get all that. I'm not questioning Richard Prince as, mm. a, as an artist. I'm questioning is it okay to take somebody else's images and then just basically call them your own with very think, little change? I think
1: this, this is his uh, point to, to create this question. That's so it's it's successful. And because of he is a uh, Richard Prince, he is powerful. I will do it. Maybe a few people, uh, from around, around me and in Czech Republic and maybe somewhere in few countries around, maybe few people from, will, will uh, Ask themselves: Is it legal? But if, if Richard Prince do this, it's something uh, much more bigger, much more, much more. Uh, Why can he get away with it? And you can makes big fluence. and it's good. It's making questions. That's that works. It's good
0: art. Then. Well, let's let's try and sort of wind this all down. So I've got two final questions that I ask every single person. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first person, the first thing I generally ask is. Um, if you were to give some advice to other aspiring artists uh, or anybody in the creative industry, it doesn't, you know so it doesn't have to be specific, um, some advice, either something that happened to you that you learned from a failure or some success that you've had that you believe other people might be able to learn from or, or, or take into their creative practice or anything like that. You know, just like a, a good strong, something... It could be just a story that somehow you think might help some people through maybe through some tough times or through some good times. You know, like we all get a little self-conscious. We yeah. all get scared. We all get depressed about our works. You know, so like whatever you want. So something <laughs> something that's distinctly sort of your words of advice to the, the practicing artist.
1: Most essential is to work and work uh, like that you are enjoying the work. That's it. To do what you want it's 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 the point of, of all work and uh, don't don't care about people that's good question uh, i think i think it's good to don't care that much about audience and care about yourself if you are enough responsible to yourself to do responsible work i don't know how to say but art i think is about some responsibility against the social let's say against you. And uh, I don't know, I don't want to make any advice. But I really like it to think no, we're about asking it. for advice. It's funny to give advice. But I really like this, this idea to uh, to don't care about the audience that much. Because uh, I think artists kind of best job, if, if you have lucky and or you you are successful, and you can really live just from art then you have the most freedom uh, job you can have I, mean, I,
0: I do portfolio reviews for lens culture on 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 their website and I look at thousands and thousands of portfolios a month mm-hmm. and and the, for me what I've started I've started to learn by simply having to look at all that work and then have to give feedback about it that it I find that a lot of people can easily pick up the technique of, of making beautiful images yes like in this day and age with the technology available to us it is e- almost gotten to the point that it's easy to make a beautiful image what i'm finding that a lot of people younger people younger to younger to the arts so it doesn't mean their actual age um is, is that they're not finding the the concepts they're not they're mm. not having a good reason they're fascinated the
1: image. by visual though. Very fixated on the, on the beautiful
0: image, and, and they don't have a Peach. good concept behind it, a good reason for it. The like I refer to it as the, the why. Like, mm-hmm. why did you yeah. take that picture, and why should I care about it as a viewer? Like, why should I be engaged in it? Te- there, there's a balancing act. Like, you have to have the technical prowess, the, the, the technical skills, but... You got to have an equal amount of that that why that concept that yeah. that, that intention, the, or else it's just a pretty picture.
1: It is true. It is. I have a nice experience from exams. How to say? How you call exams when you are entering the school? Entry exams. There Cap- are lots of. There are lo- yeah. usually eighty works, eighty people. Oh, I thought you meant like a, a portfolio of, of eighty images. No, no, no. I'm like, they oh. are like eighty people with three different works on genre works or free work and there were usually around 60 people with puppies cats and sunsets or naked uh, I, I get nude a lot picture. of blurry images and, people think that and, blurry is oh, somehow yeah, artistic this is a puppy but maybe it's irony maybe the puppy is made it because because sometimes it was so so irrelevant or strange or that we were like confuse it almost yeah like maybe well, it's I mean, on purpose we well, don't know
0: and that's the thing is is like it, it, it's, it's so he, the-
1: he went to the second round or she and then uh, maybe uh, we were right we were wrong you know we are right we are wrong but that's why i'm considered for me photography as a just as a one option of media because it has certain certain qualities, certain options the visuality must be really uh, For example, for me, I really like erase the visuality of photography or to be more rough, to don't make that much retouch and whatever, because I really like it to use it as a medium, which, which records something, you know, Mm -hmm. I really like somehow a documentary documentary because there is no other option, maybe to to visual some, some idea. Mm -hmm. So you go to take a picture of something, which is real situation that some daily stuff. For example can have new meanings whatsoever and it's enough to just enough to make a, make a picture make a photography with some idea but doesn't have to be that much creative in a in a visual way and on the other hand if you are talking about the skills all these precise colors or framing you know the the composition composition portrait yeah. it's very useful to know it for commercial photography when you want to live from it, it's very necessary. So, so I think that both things are uh, like, it you have to know the, of course you have to know this all, all stuff like composition, colors, whatever. I, when when I'm teaching, sometimes I'm doing a commercial shooting and you have to be kind of kitsch because they, they appreciate it and they pay for it. But this is the dark side of photography, of course, like any other work.
0: Well, see, when I'm teaching photography early on in you know, the photo one class kind of thing, I always, I always tell the students, learn all the technical stuff, learn these layout things, the, the triangles, the, the, the relationships of subject ground, the compositions, because at a certain point in your career, whatever, you're going to want to break those rules. And the, the best way to be able mm-hmm. to break a rule is to know why and how to use yep. it well. so like learning that foundation of doing it well i find to be very important like this is a problem i have with a lot of younger artists where they 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 start taking pictures okay not all artists but young photographers they start taking pictures and they jump right to abstraction and i'm like but you don't know why or how to abstract because you haven't actually proven that you know how to take a quality photo in the first place to then Progress into abstraction of a thing. I feel like like we're losing, maybe we're not losing. I mean, maybe maybe things are just speeding up so quickly. Like people are learning photography and how to take pictures so much faster that they're just getting there a lot faster than like when I was taught 30 some odd years ago, like where things just took longer. I mean, maybe it's, maybe I'm just getting old. Maybe I'm outdated and like an old generation and I need to, catch up with the fact that like this is the way it is now that people are learning these things faster hmm. shit <laughs> I'm I don't know am getting old one of the aspects of this podcast is that I want to learn how the art industry works okay yeah. and in the process of learning that my quantifiable goal is I would like to have a piece of my artwork exi- on exhibition in the museum of modern art in New York city So my question to everybody that I ask is what is something I can do that will put me down the path to accomplish that goal? Mm -hmm. And whatever you tell me, I will do it. You will do it. I will do it, uh-huh. and I will incorporate it into the podcast. I will. <laughs> I will keep everybody updated on the project, the process, and of, of me following all the uh, different uh, encouragements and directions that all the different people are giving me.
1: Um, it could be really easy. To, just to imagine you are in Prague, and suddenly there appear um, curators from Oman who are looking for uh, Czech photography or Czech artists because they are preparing some group show, which is focused on Eastern Europe. It's good happened and uh, it's happened actually here. And it's like this. I think it is just about courses, about the connections, but still it's up to the good work. I think, I don't know, MoMA. I, of course I know MoMA, I don't know people from MoMA, how, how they are thinking about the yeah. the collection, about the exhibitions, but I can imagine that it could be very simple, by the way, and it's like this, like I think the art world, at least what I see ar- ar- around me, around my f- friends who are exhibiting the big uh, exhibitions abroad with like stars, it is much more, it is a lot, I think about communication and connections with, with abroad, from people abroad about with some creators, but it's a one way. But the second way could be just simple luck that someone is arriving to your city who is interesting, some, some creator, which is in Prague very often. You do a portfolio review and they call you in a half a year. Then they want to be, they want to have it, have it you on, on the show. It's could happen, And, and of course it is like, uh, uh about to be active for sure. You cannot stay on the cottage and do, do not, or you can, of course. It's up to you. But of course, nobody will know about you, which could be really pity because your work would be beautiful and stunning. But if nobody know you, then nobody will call you.
0: I mean, so, basically, it gets down to the old, the old saying of the, you know, the the arts world is about who you know, uh-huh. and, and you, you you literally just have to be there like it's out of sight out of mind kind of thing like if people don't see you they're not going to remember that your work Basically, like you just have to physically be there Mm. just remind people Mm. i mean I, i know a guy i know a photographer that he lives um, about half a year here in Prague and half a year in London. And every now and then he has to fly back to London just to go into the offices of his clients and just remind them, hey, you know, I'm available still. Kind of thing. like, I mean, no matter mm. how much the internet is great and all that, an email is not going to encourage somebody to work with you or, mm. or anything like that as much as coffee would or or mm. a conversation over a beer or anything like this that really uh, puts a, a personal connection between you and that other person. I mean, it still all goes back to personal connections, yeah, relationships. But
1: the, still, it could be like this case of Miroslav Tichy. You know him, Miroslav Tichy.
0: I love his work. You love his work, I right? Do.
1: But nobody knows him uh, since we do now. We do now, and uh,
0: yes, I have two of his books.
1: One one Switzerland collector found him somehow. I don't remember write uh, the story, but he I was. Do.
0: There was a video about it, actually. Yeah, on, yeah, on I YouTube. saw it a long time yeah. ago.
1: Yeah, but this is a uh, absolutely without any. Uh, yeah, you cannot that... have any recipe, so oh, it's, yeah, he... it's about the work itself and him, of course.
0: Yeah, and but I mean, very, he was a little off. <laughs> I mean, he's not normal. He, but he was fantastic. I mean, he built his own cameras, literally, like I mean, from trash. Yeah. It's fabulous. I I really like his work. I think it's. I think I think his ingenuity and his like. I mean, he just literally found trash and made a camera, and then like developed his own film and made his own prints. And he had no training. He had no background. He had no money. (laughs) He had nothing. I think he was painter originally. I, b- I believe I saw some paintings in his uh, in that documentary, but like but he's a fascinating man. I think mm-hmm. he's fascinating but but that goes back to the connections part because the reason why people know about him now is because somehow, and I don't know how it happened, that Swiss guy met him. Mm-hmm. that connection. if that I, connection I, had never sure. been made. Yeah he may have died and all of his stuff may have been thrown in the trash and nobody would have ever know.
1: Yeah. But and I mentioned how many, uh, kind of people nobody,
0: uh, found, oh, found. like Henry oh. Darger. He's one of my favorite artists. Do you know Henry Darger? He's a, he's a illustrator ish kind of guy, but he's a, he's a, he's a, uh, he was a, schizophrenic I believe and he was a janitor in the Mm -hmm. the school system in Chicago and uh, he drew and drew and drew hundreds and hundreds of things over the course of his life never showed it to anybody when he died his caretaker or sibling or whatever came in and just found all of this stuff and now his works sell for hundreds of thousands Mm -hmm. of dollars Um, I mean I love those stories I think Mm -hmm. because that guy Tichet and, and and Henry Darger and I mean some of these other people that I love they have this this inner passion and drive to make work they can't not make work they must be producing something <laughs> and that to me is like the most magical thing if you can if you have it in you that's the, that's going to keep you going
1: But these guys were freaks a little bit but it's good I really like freaks they're fun it's very they're innovative. they're uh,
0: my my family always calls them uh, eclectic eclectic yeah they're it's polite, kind of a polite way of saying it all right thank you very much for your time
1: you're welcome it was nice